Hey, Stu, you like David Ayer? The guy who wrote Training Day? He's okay. His early work is a screenwriter penning action crime dramas like SWAT and U571, as well as the first Fast and Furious movies were too dadcore for my weird horny tastes. But when End of Watch and Fury were met with generally positive critical and box office success in 2012 and 2014, I think he really came into his own as a film director, commercially and artistically. Ayer's creative vision is deeply informed by a childhood of juvenile delinquency and a reformative two-year stint in the United States Navy, so his films have crossover appeal to History Channel boomer dads and white boys who do hood rat shit alike. He's been compared to Zack Snyder and vulgar auteurs like Michael Bay, but I think Ayer has a far dumber, more meat-headed idea of what a good or entertaining movie should be. Hey, Nicole. Yes, Stu. Why are there bootleg copies of Ken Russell's The Devils all over the place. You have a cat, like a dumb little orange guy or something? No, Stu! Is that a raincoat? Yes, it is! In 2014, Warner Brothers tapped Ayer to write and direct the next entry in the DC Extended Cinematic Universe, 2016 Suicide Squad, a self-described soulful drama about the villain-stacked Black Ops team Task Force X that was recut before release into a two-hour Hot Topic commercial due to the overwhelmingly tepid response to Batman v Superman. A film already mired in controversy thanks to Jared Leto's behind-the-scenes Joker LARPing, most people remember Suicide Squad for its hack-job re-edit, terrible Spencer's Gifts t-shirts dialogue, and excessively on-the-nose use of non-diegetic pop music in place of action storytelling. A small but vocal minority of fanboys demand that Warner hashtag release the air cut, believing Ayer's original vision of Suicide Squad to be a suppressed masterpiece. And maybe they shouldn't, because Suicide Squad is not a groundbreaking anti-hero epic butchered by studio intervention. It's at most a mediocre movie made worse by chicken shit studio conglomerate into a feature-length fan cam for teenage mock-ups. Hey, still! TV is experiencing difficulties. Please do not panic. Resist the temptation to read or talk to loved ones. Do not attempt sexual relations, as years of TV radiation have left your genitals withered and useless.
Um, do, you know, I, I heard there was a version of this movie uh, early on that had a that had a like a, a romance between Killer Croc and Captain Boomerang. Hashtag release the gayer cut. <laughs> but um, tis. <laughs> literally any sort of re-edit we could have made to this movie would have been better than what was like delivered you, you couldn't make this you couldn't I make this worse you could make this movie worse i don't think you could make it good it's, but you couldn't make it worse <laughs> i mean like i'm i'm like because before i've i've said like thor 2 was the worst thing i have watched so far for this podcast and it i had seen it in theaters previously and completely like forgot 95% of the movie because it was so mediocre and so boring. Um, I And I have mentioned numerous times that I saw Suicide Squad when it came out in the theaters with my friend Cormac because I won free tickets to see any non-Disney AMC movie and we chose Suicide Squad because we thought it would be funny and we sat in like the front front row seats so we were cranking our heads all the way back just looking at Jared Leto's stupid fucking grills and it was awful and yet here I am again uh I've I've voiced my support multiple times for both uh James Gunn's The Suicide Squad and just Margot Robbie's depiction of Harley Quinn in general and um, no, yep, Suicide Squad 2016, definitely the worst thing I've watched so far for the podcast. You have been dethroned, Thor 2. It's not true. That's impossible. Search your feelings, you know it to be true. No! It's really terrible, and it's not like... Because it barely qualifies as a movie. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like, I mean, it's mild it's like there's you can it's it's really funny like, i got so, i got enough like funny entertainment but like like the very end like the very last shot of the movie is jared leto joker breaking into uh like uh rescue harley quinn from jail and he's like in the swat team fit and it says instead of swat on the front it says joker <laughs> which means <laughs> which like here which means he got the custom fit it's such a fucking it's so stupid. Well, that's, okay, that's the funny for for all this shit that does not fit or make sense in this movie the um having joker printed on his swat outfit feels like a, a thing the joker would do in other incarnations but it's just like the rest of like the take on him is like i guess i'll just jump into it um the, the, and the joker's not that big a part of this movie no he has less than five minutes of screen time a lot more because i unwittingly saw the extended cut which i don't know like if that, that must have come on to you not the not a director's cut but just like they added in some deleted scenes to the existing theatrical cut which yeah that, were, were scenes that should that, have just been in there for the in the first place like okay so what it's like 15 well, minutes longer I mean, yes and no in that like some, some of them the movie's already so fucked that trying to salvage it by making the characters make slightly more sense well, yeah at the expense of like i don't know pacing or screen time um I mean the whole the whole part where Harley uh as uh, you know back when she was the doctor uh, is chasing uh Joker like the flashback to her chasing Joker on the motorcycle and then her just like shooting a guy to like prove her like that was not in it uh Harley psychoanalyzing like the other members of the team uh like while which, walking which through is the like one of like 
three things in this movie that is like like an actual scene. It's not good, but it's like conceptually interesting. The idea that like, oh, she's still a psychoanalyst. Yeah. And it's just enjoys getting inside and fucking with people's heads. Like that's conceptually really sound. If you know, even I mean, I'm, even the original cut of this movie is probably not well written enough to be. Oh, the I mean, worth well, salvaging. Let's, let's okay. So let's. But it would have let been me, like it would have passed yeah, for a movie. It would have passed for a movie. So, um, hi guys, uh, welcome to Marvelous. It's it's me. It's your friend. Nicole, I've had a very rough week, and it was not helped by the fact that I had to rewatch this turd. Um, I, at least I got to do a funny bit where I got to kill Sue with an axe, like Patrick Bateman. Because because I insisted that we had to do this movie, um, which I had never seen. Uh, oh, oh before. yeah, that's right. You'd never seen. This is my first time watching this. So um, you you didn't give a letterbox review yet. So what 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 is your? I, I'm interested in in knowing what your star count would be. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I've just I've been so burned out. Because this is this is a one and Fucking, a half on rewatch. This uh, is a one and a half. Like one. <laughs> And the half is for, purely for Margot Robbie. This is a bad fucking movie. Um, basically, I mean, I mean, well, Will Smith is like not. I don't. I wouldn't call him good in this movie, but it kind of reminded me, like, oh yeah, he used to be a movie star. Like he, he kind of still has that charisma. Yeah, we're we're not gonna we're not it, we're we're done talking about the fucking slap. Who cares? Whatever. Like, oh, I but, already yeah, I wasn't no. even thinking about that. Like, God, who gives exactly. It? That exactly. was funny. So we're not going to talk about no. A guy no. shit talked his wife and he smacked him in the face, like on stage at the fucking Academy Awards. That rules. Keep my mouth out, your fucking wife. Um, but uh, I mean, it, it did. But we're we're done talking about the fucking. Like, it's yeah. like I forgot. Like this guy was a movie star. Like how he, things he have was, changed in like there was months. a there was a few years there was there was a run of like ten years where he was like the biggest like one of the like all-time like biggest like guys in movies and had just that insane level of charisma now once upon a time in the west madman lost his damn mind in the west love left i just hadn't watched anything with will smith in it for so like i totally forgot oh he's will smith but still i also i feel like that he wanted i don't know if it was him or the directors or the reshoots but somewhere in there somebody decided that it, he was going to be like a, a, a improvised or improvised sounding banter guy like Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. Iron Man. Because he is just like riffing all over this fucking movie and it does not fit. And it's something like, uh, again, we're we're not watching right. You are not making me rewatch. Like that is, if this is, like that is a movie that, that is, it is an infinitely worse movie. Because it's just like, first of well, all. No, that, like, that's I, a Max Landis joint. Exactly, There's well, another yeah, podcast no, be, presently handling that department but like so. but like he has like very much the same sort of role like you know stupid quips and it's like it's it's just like they keep wanting to like it almost feels like they just keep trying to tap into like you know fresh prince era will smith or like you know keep trying to milk that and it's I like mean, you know, i haven't watched fresh prince exactly in a very very long time but it wasn't that like that's not like it was very conventional sitcom or just they're trying to like like a comedian like they're, comic they're trying yeah but they're trying to give him like I don't I mean with that movie too but like in this it felt like they're trying to make him like Robert Downey Jr. he's just kind of conversationally riffing with every other character who is yeah 
heightened and more heightened and theatrical and just feels like he's dropped in from a different well he feels he feels dropped in despite what his character is supposed to be on paper which is like just oh i think this is a literal quote here let me find it um because his whole thing is oh he's a hit man and he's killed a lot of people and he's bad yeah uh, but his daughter loves him and he it makes him feel very slightly bad about killing people maybe his daughter his daughter that he has no established relationship with and she's like Daddy, I, I just a line from the movie, which like I think That's I feel like the, the like the trailer guys they, wrote the reshoots because so, they feel like lines from a trailer for a fake movie. So this is daddy, yeah. I, I, daddy, I know you're a killer, but I still love you. It's like so bad. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a good lead into like uh because we far more interesting than like the finished product of this movie like this if you couldn't tell by now we both think this movie is an absolute turd uh it's it's structured like jello it's 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 the blob of a movie but um so in fame infamously this movie had a very uh troubled uh pre-production um so i am i'm just gonna because i've had a rough week i it took i i put all my energy into writing that fun cold open we got to listen to where i murdered sue with an axe uh, so there's a uh, Hollywood Reporter article by Kim Masters uh, came out like around the time the movie was released. So like August 3rd of 2016. Um, so I'll, I'm just going to read directly from the article. Warner's chief Kevin Sujihara. He, he is no longer he's Kevin is no longer with us, just like the queen. Not not that he's he's not dead. He's just not at Warner, I guess, anymore. No, it's they've all been replaced by the people that brought you Shark Week. Yeah, uh, which, uh, somehow they managed not to upgrade from the clowns that were already running. The show. Amazing. Uh, Kevin Suzuhara announced uh, Suicide Squad in uh, movie in October 2014 as part of a slate of ten DC films stretching into 2020. Jesus Christ! That well, that didn't happen. Uh, though the studio believed there was enough time to get the movie done, a source with ties to the project says it was a sprint from the start. Ayer wrote the script in like t- six weeks, and they w- just went, he says, arguing that the whole process would have benefited if Ayer, 48, had been given more time to work. Well, def- it definitely reads like a script that was written in a very short amount of time. I mean, <laughs> I-, I would say it does, but I don't know offhand like what's been reshot or reworked after the fact either I mean, that dialogue though um but another <laughs> i mean none of it's none of it's good but like there's like there's the stuff that's like not great or kind of unremarkable yeah and then again there's the stuff that feels like a parody of a movie trailer you would see in like another movie or tv show um, um yeah so they're uh uh just further into the article uh well first of all ayer had never like directed like a sort of giant very effects heavy action movie like this sort of thing before and this is just it seems very in line with this like general trend we start seeing um after really i want i want to say like a winter soldier where they're like picking like indie directors or you know like up and coming like you know no names and like you know giving them these giant franchises and all this like money and it's like you know they can't say no because like what an opportunity and then i mean i you know they I would, completely are, are at the whims of the I'd hardly studio call him, like an indie um, director but like i think their whole thing with him is he's the like 
gritty cop and war movie guy. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, gritty and realistic and adult is what we want for the DCU. And then Batman v Superman, not a flop, but not the movie they wanted it to be. Yes. Uh, not the success they wanted it to be. And then they're like, yeah. They just, they panicked and started throwing everything at the wall to find what would fit. Um, and so they yeah. took they so, took what was supposed yeah. to be like uh, a, a a slightly out there um, kind of take on the Dirty Dozen with a I, I I got yeah I think we both know it's like hints of like Escape from New York. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Escape from New York. If if it was made by like fifteen year old uh, hot. Well, that's kids. the thing. The hot aside from Harley Quinn's character design. And this, how they did the Joker, which admittedly the outfit is based on an outfit like worn by Blondie. Is it so conceptually? It 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 is. Yeah, there's like um, I I looked it up and it it is correct, except for you know like the sparkliness of the sequins. But like, uh, no, I don't. Blondie was not wearing those uh, giant like high heeled shoes. Like if I were Harley, I would be wearing combat boots that whole time, which. Which she gets to do in Birds of Prey, which is that and the Suicide Squad are like, actually movies. Debbie Harry is really cool. <laughs> Debbie Harry, uh, yeah. Awesome. Um, but yeah, no. A lot of what this movie turned out to be is directly because of like the, as I said, tepid response to, uh, to Batman yeah. versus Superman. Yeah, they. they um, so they, according, they, I was just gonna yeah. say they panicked and they took this. Uh, like like I said, that this kind of like, well, a David Ayer movie with comic book elements, and they at the very very last minute because they had this one company cut together a trailer that was popular that used like you know, all the licensed music and the the trailer flashy yeah. the flashy hot topic uh hot uh, yeah, alt girl notebook art stuff in that and 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 I remember people saying like oh my god this movie actually looks kind of fun it was a very good yeah. trailer but like they, it, they tried to retrofit a, a totally it, different movie into that movie just with last exactly. minute editing and some reach i don't even know how much reshooting they've done already um and it just and, and you just end up with a movie that's like it's not that it's like aside from like no again from aside from some title cards and a, there's like like a, like there's an, a like there, like that movie isn't there outside of the most superficial stuff they could slot in, you know. Like it might have been, I don't know. Like it's and and then the movie underneath is made incomprehensible as a result, right? Um, but it's like you can see a lot of the movie underneath still. It is really funny that like Ayer's like idea, and I don't know how much of him was like the Joker right? or, or Jared Leto, right? but like his idea of the Joker is just like. Gold plated AK forty seven face tattoos. SoundCloud Sound, rapper. Yeah, yeah, SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> or his idea of uh, like triple tri- triple yeah. um, X tentacion or or whatever. Oh my god! Which is or, or just like he's like oh this, well this guy's a, this guy's ICP a gangster fan. so we'll make him a gangster. He's a pimp. Yeah. Yeah. What if what if the Joker Which, was pimping? What if he had a Lamborghini? It is if, so fucking. What if he had black friends? Yeah, which like, <laughs> like that's what David Ayer finally a Joker who hangs out with black people. And it's like, and okay. Jared Leto's performance is such a like, it's like you're 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 oh fifteen and you're in drama class, and there's that like 
the like the worst kind of drama kid that you know and he is just like constantly Literally. doing like he's constantly trying to do his version of Heath Ledger's Joker and yeah. that's what Jared Leto's doing uh, yeah. and it would be if this movie was a comedy like just like a full on comedy it would be hysterical it would, it would be really funny oh yeah as like a yeah um, parody of its of it like, like it almost works as a parody of itself if the rest of the movie around it was built to do that, but it's not. So you're just like kind of, right. but it is like the funniest part because this is like, this movie isn't so bad. It's good. But if you can just find like no. the Joker scenes out of context, they are hysterical. Or hila- are hilarious. Hysterical. They are like hilarious. That, the, if they Even just though Jared had, like, Leto is agonizing to look at. Like, like if it had just been like the Jared Leto Joker and Harley Quinn movie, it would have been, that might've been terrible in like a funny way. <laughs> You want no beef? You don't want no beef? You don't want no beef? What do you got? Got you a kitty. So thoughtful. There is something you could do for me. Doctor. Anything. I mean, yeah. I need a machine gun. What do we have here? I did everything you said. I helped you. Ah. You helped me by erasing my mind what memories I had. Without the medicine you practice, Dr. Quinzel. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna kill me, Mr. J? Oh, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna hurt you. God, well, can we let's this this movie is, is Starring so much Jared Leto was Humbert Humbert. I have God, the the role he was born to play. Um, God, that might actually be good casting in a. Just that might actually be very wise casting. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it worked for it worked for uh, uh, Pete the Skeet and Bodies, 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 where he's basically just playing a version of himself, and it's also, very, also very I didn't effective, especially I didn't the end know. scene. I guess it's just in those deleted scenes, but I assume a lot of people watched this extended cut on streaming or DVD. I don't know where it appeared. Or they were in somewhere else in the movie, but that the the he was his queen, you know that the meanwhile. Oh, no, that's in the theatrical. I didn't cut. know that, that was in actually the, in the movie. Please. I thought that was just. I, I that was. Just, I forgot it was. I thought too. that was just something. I forgot that's where I thought it came that was from. like we live in a society uh, kind of conjured up out of the yeah eth- ethereal consciousness of the internet. Oh, that is hysterical. Miguel, please play the uh, uh, terrible terrible dialogue. Uh, either David Ayer wrote in the original screenplay or that Warner Brothers uh, executives uh, put a gun to Viola Davis's head and made her say for reshoots. They became the king and queen of Gotham City. Poor, poor Viola Davis, because she's she's really trying in oh this my movie God. with what little she's given her. her and Just, this is, Margot, really most of the cast criminal. are trying. Um, I mean, Jared Leto's trying. It's, it's criminal. Just, the thing. He's trying so hard, it's embarrassing. It's just bad. But he's uh, like um, no, like the I'm the Joker baby guy is a better Joker than Jared Leto. No, not even exaggerating. She can't stand me. She leaves, and now I see the funny side, and now I'm always smiling. <laughs> God, and it's. And it's so funny that a bunch of people saw the like Harley Quinn Joker stuff in this movie, like so many like weird 
fucked up like like I don't know like 20 like 20 IQ all hot topic shopping couples um saw this when we're sitting on the couch like they're like that's us <laughs> I've seen there's like videos of people that just cosplay as Harley Quinn and the Joker at more or less as they appear in this movie oh, yeah, was- and then they drive around and just like they just film themselves going to the drive through in character and and it's yeah, supposed to be really awesome. funny I guess that's awesome um or a prank. That's that's awesome. And you know what? I've I I will admit uh, when when Harley raises her hand and says, "I'm no known to be quite vexing." Just forewarning you, I felt very seen. I no, that, that was one of the. I am, that was, uh, that I, was maybe the only part of the movie that made me crack a grin, like un just not like uh, ironically or at the expense of the movie. Yeah, you know what? And can we just? Can we just talk about Margaret Robbie? I I know I've talked about Margaret Robbie before, but like we officially Nicole, need to talk Nicole, about Margaret Robbie because Nicole, she carried this entire Nicole, movie on her fucking Nicole. back. What? She's not gonna fuck you. And I okay, I'll accept that. Neither will Chris Evans, but uh, no, she like I I even remember like thinking you know she was the best part of the movie when I actually saw it, and she's given like all of the other characters just dog shit dialogue to say like the the one line where she's like oh, normal's just setting on a washer which is just which it just isn't nothing but t-shirt i don't know slogan. if i've ever seen a dishwasher that has a normal setting or clothing, uh, washing, washing machine, machine. I, I meant to say washing, clothing, machine. washing machine i know i don't think i've Whatever. ever seen, I've seen regular but but yeah just like it, the fact that she has to say garbage shit like that and comes out of this movie uh, one delivering like the arguably the best performance out of the entire cat like she's the one who like shines I, brightest I mean, in there's this, a reason you know, that this take on the character uh became its own thing like it looks like her the follow-up movies did not were not hits like big hits like this was which is oh because that that's how it yeah. always works good movies don't make money but the like they office. also like the cartoon um the the Harley Quinn cartoon is like the same. It's starting. It's jumping off point is this yeah, version of the character. Yeah, I haven't I've, seen it yet. My roommate. Okay, I've actually I've watched that. Wants to watch it with me. Um, because I was just kind of starving for just like a certain level of light entertainment, and it's it's really it's it's the most frustrating show I've ever watched because it was always just good enough to be watchable, but at the same time it was so full of like like twitter brained writing you know whether it's writers who are just on twitter too much responding to twitter or stuff being written to be like a gif someone posts online and goes this is everything and it it drove me insane but then every time i was just about to turn it off it would be like something actually funny would happen um and like the basic like harley quinn poison ivy dynamic is like really strong it's it's like it's like I was like watching this. I was just like, God, I just I wish this was a better show. <laughs> but it was it was just yeah, just good so enough to keep me watching we, it. Yeah, uh, just barely. Can we? I I kind of want to go. I kind of want to talk about like the opening like first ten minutes of this movie, just because I think it's a very like. Oh, you mean where we where we get very indicative mean, of the entire. You, you mean the uh, problem the of this ten movie minutes itself. where we get three openings. 
to this movie? The 10 minutes where we get three openings all uh, provided by like a Spotify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This this movie was Um, scored by the Spotify algorithm. Like the if we can we or soundtrack can we just talk by the Spotify briefly. There is a there is well like the art of the needle drop and the use of non diegetic pop songs in movies. There there is where an is my mind in Fight Club? There is a finesse. Is maybe one of the where, best ones yes, ever. It's exactly like there is a but then you know you gotta there's a difference between like being on the nose obvious about it to the extent where it feels as if someone's made a playlist for their Wattpad, uh, like OC uh, Harry Styles fan fiction, and like music that is like thematically uh, like poignant. And, and this just uses the most obvious fucking songs you can imagine, like, the first thing we hear is House of the Rising Sun, and it is, which is funny because there's like this. The movie is so fucking. The opening like shots of this movie are so fucking dark and poorly color graded. And there's that like terrible like black impact font in the corner that you can't <laughs> see because it's against like a ba- a gray ass muddy background. Um, also, it's not very clear if like. Like House of the Rising Sun is playing and it's going, you know, in and out of uh, uh, Deadshot and Deadshot cell. Well, it's, and it sounds like it's playing over the second, radio. There's a second or, or where like they make intercom. it sound like so it's diegetic, like the guys listening to it in the in the security yeah, room. Yeah, that yeah, that's what through. I mean. But it's also like like the way the music is dropped in is so like, like, not just that it's not diegetic, but it feels like... You know what this movie is? It's like the way they the way they edited it after the fact is it feels like you've got scenes that are basically kind of the David Ayer scenes just edited with that like trailer dialogue pacing where there's no pauses or quiet moments or emoting. It, almost like yeah. a YouTube, you know, like those YouTube videos where they, they, they're constantly cutting. Um, and then the, the, when the music kicks yeah, in, you. it feels like an AMV. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Right. It's that's what it that's what it feels like. Is it's like except some except a lot of those are better better edited and more cohesive. It feels like someone just like dropped "Don't Fear the Reaper" over a cutscene from Final Fantasy VII. Like, I'm I, yeah. Um, uh, for, which is for which those, is a real well, thing. I I, uh, I I remember seeing. <laughs> yeah, there's um there's a great video on all like the editing problems of this film both like you know scene to scene and just like in terms of like moment to moment editing uh, by folding ideas um i i don't know how the pod community feels about him but it's a very good video it's a very good video breaking down the technical issues of this problem when he's actually just when he's actually just like talking about video editing that's his most watchable videos um, other stuff is a little more, um, well, you know, bread tube has, and it's in general problems apply. Also, he has just a terrible take on, uh, Evangelion, which, which is, oh, which, okay. which is that yeah, Sh- Shinji is like wrong for rejecting instrumentality, which is unironically like the paradise of union of souls or, you that's- know. That's running away from reality, though. Anyways, uh, that exactly. No, no. It was like it was like you completely misread. I, I 
the, you missed the, fucking, the point. The the the, 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 the the fucking movie, but that's okay. Uh, but but okay. yeah, like when he's um, actually talking about video editing, that's probably is like, and especially like a badly edited movie. Like I think his video on um, what was that? The Colin Trevorrow movie that was a book of Henry. Oh yeah, that fucking mess. That's also pretty good. Yeah, um, I haven't seen that. But um, speaking of fucking messes, uh, Harley's introduction is. I don't. I don't know. This is this is a part where it's like debatable whether, um, like if this was her like precise introduction, like in the actual air, like cut, or if this was like a really fucked over and and not helped by like the trailer park edit, um, but like her, this is not a good like deserving intro to Harley. First, they're playing. Like you don't owe me by, uh, was it Peggy Lee? No, that's no, that's not her name. Uh, fucking you don't owe me. Just, just again, so, fucking so obvious. Fucking Where's the insane clown posse? Come so on, dude. On the nose. And she's she's wearing a shirt that says "Burn After Use," which is like okay, but she's like the whole the whole scene is just her doing like sultry poses and like hanging off the like bars of this Hannibal Lecter ass cage. Oh, they, they definitely, there's in. definitely hints. And of- then getting electrocuted and bashing her own fucking head in because she's crazy, but she's also really hot. You know, she's cute, but psycho. It's her, her, which her is like mental, her character, but it's so obnoxious. Her craziness done. is so like ill-defined. Not, not that it needs to be like, not that, not that like fictional crazy needs to match the DSM or anything, but it's like so ill-defined and it, it veers so hard from like, oh, from like something where it's like, beep, it's like, oh, she just has like extreme BPD to like cuckoo bananas. She's hallucinating randomly, which is. Yeah, XD random. Yeah, like, like fucking stoner comedy sort of thing. It's like uh, just. I, I I will I I will say though Margot Robbie at least as far as I know did all of her own stunts or at least most of her own stunts like that that like scene in the elevator where she's you know beating up the CGI blue at, at least they gave the, the mooks in this movie they were like okay all right most mooks in movies are just black brown gray sledge so that's gonna be the action yeah in this yeah movie. just like she actually she actually like you know ran around like the perimeter like on top of like the ceiling of the elevator she did that she did that oh, yo. yeah I mean, she I, did I, that this movie's got a little bit more actual stunts and action than than average for this kind of movie but that's i mean we're just we're just stretching for silver linings this is really terrible movie but that, that is just something yeah. that irritates me so much with all of these movies it's just we'll just have these yeah these just kind of non-human blobs that are all too dark and greebly to have like interesting designs or clear silhouettes or anything that you can because they're just kind of non-human you can just kind of kill them en masse without any guilt or introspection or sense of impact or tension and i'm very very bored of it and it sucks and it's lazy like like yeah things like all the alien bug guys and the avengers and or like, yo, there's always they always put dudes in masks if they can't have aliens or robots or whatever. So, yeah, it's just yeah, boring, 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 boring. Yeah, it's the yeah, and this this like the fact that this is this movie is a, again, I really hesitate to call this a movie because it is like so clearly fucked with, and you can tell by 
you know, those first 10 minutes and then we get more introductions. We get reintroduced to Harley and Deadshot with these title cards. Oh, the title cards with, were they, they uh, truncated the, rap the title cards, which I think are just from them. the trailer. And they're all like they're all in like crazy. Okay, I don't know. They, they, trailer, they, but... they have that feel of something from a trailer naturally. But all of them are like everybody's yeah. got a crazy font and crazy color grading, and and there's always some wacky bullshit meme joke in there that is just like the most Reddit kind of fucking penguin of doom shit. Yeah, and you know what's the funniest part? Like I, I. I want to say those were those were well first those were definitely oh totally yeah there's like, that was those not were definitely part but yeah of everybody gets like an but intro and then an intro and funny? then another intro halfway through the movie it's what's 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 funny and I don't mean to be a cinema sins kind of person but like Harley's Harley's rap sheet card already fucks up like the DC like storyline like East EU like storyline because it credits her with being an accomplice to Robin's murder, which it was alluded to in Batman v Superman, which were apparently happened like 10 years before, but Joker had just like, she, he was already in Arkham Asylum when Harley was, you know, starting to work with him and fall in love with him. So how is she there for a murder? If she didn't again, it's they they've this movie was so fucked with that they lost track of like basic story details and like basic like connectivity. I mean, it's like that's like the, easy, the, easy the, to make. And it's like in a way, it's like I'm kind of glad that they just don't care about continuity with the DC EU because then at least an individually decent movie has a chance of squeaking out of it because the constraints of the the constraints of the MCU are really limiting to the point that like yeah. nothing can oh, yeah, escape totally. the black that, hole I agree. of stylistic homogeneity and mediocrity. Um, but it's also like, it is really funny just like how quickly like the, 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 the concept of a canon or continuity, any of this completely implodes and how they've got like all these movies that are not in continuity with it. And then some of them that are no longer functionally in continuity with it, but started that way, like the Wonder Woman stuff and the Harley Quinn stuff. Like, we're never going to see Jerry Leto Joker again. You know, we're not going to see... Oh, not not until we re-watch oh, uh, yeah, Zack Snyder. He's worked back into... Then that's at the very, very fucking He's, he's worked back into Justice League, terrible. Uh, again, the Snyder Cut, apparently. Gross. But, like, that's probably not going anywhere. Like, it's... The the incoherence no. of oh, it, no. it, it makes me think of those late stage X-Men movies where it's just like impossible to tell what's related to what anymore or what's supposed to be in continuity with what. Um, so like the new Batman is maybe, maybe not in continuity with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. What relationship do they have to the Harley Quinn stuff? Is that still interrelated with Wonder Woman and Aquaman? Well, that's like, now the that's being called now the Snyderverse. Yeah, but it's like some of this stuff. Which, obviously, like once we get to our Birds of Prey, like that seems like it's all meant to exist outside that, but it is still originating in it. Um, yeah. Actually, speaking of origins, uh, unless you had a further thought on that line of thought, but are you like do you? 
like like how familiar are you with like the character because I, I feel like she is kind of the one character that comes out of this movie that matters to anything else nobody nobody really gives a shit about anybody else in this movie i don't think culturally um are, are you familiar with the harley quinn character like before this? i mean i haven't uh i didn't i didn't watch like the because she like unlike a lot of dc characters she wasn't originated she didn't originate no, from the no. comics she was uh she was a character who was made that man yeah series which is off. that's like that's like the my uh, like formative concept of batman and most of this stuff like that's what i grew up with yeah um, i didn't watch uh unfortunately i'm i've i've watched a couple of uh Batman animated episodes uh, within the past year, just because my my roommate really likes it, um, and it's just a generally well animated show. Uh, back when Warner Brothers used to give a shit about animation, not like fire half of their staff. That, that and, really, yeah, that yeah, really like, short lived period a, in the night. Warner Brothers, you're on notice. <laughs> you're on notice. Warner Brothers just fucking it up was, so yeah. badly, and it it just right now especially, but. I mean, I Birds of Prey was actually the last movie I saw in the theaters before like the pandemic shut everything down. Um, and I, 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 like I, the only reason I went to see it was because like, okay, you know, Margot Robbie was like the only enjoyable thing about Suicide Squad. You know, I, you know, relate to a crazy bitch who wears like cute, uh, corny ass uh, outfits, and I, and I really enjoyed it uh, when. When How did they not have talking about Birds of Prey? I'm, I'm, really I, I'm excited. looking forward to uh, watching a like I, I kind of it's like I, Tank Girl. I avoided like it when Girl. it first came out because I just thought, well, one, I just was so burnt out on all this stuff. And then the other thing I thought I was worried it was just gonna be too much like annoying on the nose girl boss. No, it is. It makes fun of girl bosses. Uh, no, Harley is a hot girl for Bernie. Harley is a confirmed yeah. Bernie voter. So that's actually that's I, another again, thing you like to you like to go to the theater and see yourself represented. That's that's another thing with the character kind of post Suicide Squad. They don't know, and I'm, I'll put this in Dungeons and Dragons terms. Nerd! So they can't like I noticed with that animated series, and I'm curious if this is the case with Birds of Prey and the the Suicide Squad. Um. They can't decide, like, with that show, it's like episode to episode. They can't decide if she's chaotic good, chaotic neutral, or chaotic evil. Like, if, if, and I feel like this movie, it doesn't know. It's like, are these anti heroes? Like, are they bad guys who are bad fighting something worse? But, oh, they've got a glimmer of humanity. Or are they just misunderstood yeah, mitfits who are good at heart? I don't actually bad. I mean, we see, oh, okay. Well, this, this can lead us into talking about, fuck, uh, like, the other characters because yeah. the other the other characters like you know well, we, we talk about how that, much how little screen time jared leto has like everyone else has you know more screen time but they have less like they have, story yeah, because there's no we structure we, we're not there's no overly familiar with these characters they're not like yeah. the joker so first of all um el diablo can uh also probably i what is that actor's oh. name he also delivers a he's, pretty good yeah. performance even though he's given awful dialogue he's like conceptually the most interesting character in and he doesn't do anything until he decides yeah because everything something. just like character moments just happen when they need to happen and they land yeah. and it's like even just on like a moment to an editing level 
Like, it's not just, oh, things just happen plot-wise, structurally, but, like, on a moment-to-moment level, the lack of, like, rise and fall in pacing means, like, you get, a, like, a character death or something, and it, it just passes you by without kind of feeling any different from anything that came before or after it. Like, it's it's almost impressive. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, can, like, there, another thing I... I remember I remember about the discourse around this movie that I've, I've always kept in mind. And it just really, really, this rewatch really emphasized how right it was. It's just like, I want to call it like dumb racism. Just like the, first of all, like, just, it's like not malicious racism, but it's like clearly David Ayer, uh, like, uh, he, 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 he was like a, like, a like, troubled kid growing up like he got kicked out of his house and he like moved uh in with a friend in like california and got like involved in like you know like juvenile delinquency issues like that's what kind of got him into the navy but like he comes across as the kind of guy who has gotten like a little too comfortable and would probably drop an n-bomb like and and not think it was like like that kind of dumb guy. Yeah. Like who are those? What are the name of those twins? Those oh, twins that were in oh, for fuck. Channel what was 5. that called? Yeah, those guys. Oh, that is one of, of my. That like, is one of the best like videos like on YouTube. Those guys rock. It is. Yeah, they're but like, um, yeah, like he like, he, he for, grew for up example, like in or adjacent to the ghetto, so he's just kind of like has has like a certain like, you like know, I'm a homeboy. Oblivious. That kind of makes me think of. Which is how El Diablo is introduced as the pyrotechnic. The pyrotechnic. Boy, which oh my god, like, that's so bad. Christ. But like his his basic so arc, like he has this pyrokinetic power. He uses it to become like Walter White. But he loses control of his power when he loses his temper. He accidentally kills his family. Uh, accidentally like wipes out a prison yard when guys try to beat him up, and now he's just like trying to be like a Zen pacifist, like. Not that it's like super novel, but that's solid. Like conceptually, that's pretty solid. Also, although the ending is like yeah, he needs to learn like... to use his power to kill people. It's like it's like the ending of Die Hard, where um, ah, fucking guy's name, the guy Bruce Willis was talking. Carl Winslow. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like. I was for a second. I was like, "Actors, actual Did you name. not have Family um, Matters in Canada? <laughs> uh, Reginald Val Johnson, I think. Right? Okay. I just, I just know him as uh, of uh, 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 Carl. Yeah, but like his whole thing is like, oh, I shot a kid by accident. He had a toy gun, and then his big moment at the end of the movie is shooting a guy. It's like, no, you, you shooting need to overcome your trauma guy. and get back to murdering. <laughs> yeah, um, but there is, but here's the thing, like. I'm I'm get the, I get the feeling like a lot of these characters like for example like Katana has fucking nothing to do. With they, it's movie. funny they they and bother Gator, Gator guy has they, like barely they, anything to they do. They bother but, like, giving her a flashback like, and a little bit of an origin, but like she has no character to go with it, which is such a like she has no characters. She's just like demure. Japanese you know, it's like it's like a video um, game. It's like it's like when another you, weird. Dumb it's like when you thing. load up Twisted Metal and every character has a little bio and a little gimmick. But they don't really have a story yeah. or anything. Um, yeah. So like, except less, like, less. Uh, I'd say less so because Twisted Metal usually, when you if you beat the campaign with that character, it's like a fighting game where they get like a little ironic twist at the end. So 
<laughs> right. Yeah, so like the like El Diablo's whole story arc, you know, because it's been churned through like the, you know, edit blender, it just more like it just comes off as like, you know, reformed, like, you know, Mexican gangster like MS thirteen thug. And it just it just it's feels very cliche, like yeah. that. Like it doesn't really give him his own character. Gate uh Killer Croc, on the other hand has even less of a character. He's just like it's it's, it's also pretty kind of racist like at the end. I'm a big movie, crocodile uh, it's a they, metaphor for being black in America. No, but like the at the end of the movie where it, when like Rick Flag or whatever is like, "All right, you know, you're, you get some time off your sentence. What do you want?" And he's like, "I want BET to stream yeah, the sewers." Like- and I'm just like, <laughs> "Jesus fucking Christ." That it's and I I I, for God's and sake, some, I can't, I can't understand what this poor actor is saying. Like, he's definitely, like, a football guy or, like, a sports guy. But, like, he's just in, like, this velour tracksuit the whole time. And also, we're we're not even mentioning, I think, if, if unless there was a Marvel movie that won, like, a special effects or, like, technical Oscar, like, this is the first Oscar-winning comic book movie we've talked about since The Dark Knight. Because this one for hair and fucking makeup, which on the one hand, you look at Harley and I'm like, you know, okay, very good. Like she looks like Harley, even though they eventually got rid of like that rotten face tattoo because they were like, it's too much. But like Killer Croc, even though that's some like some practical makeup, he looks terrible. He looks terrible. Did you, did you call like, this guy? He took, like he's said sorry, it. So um, speaking of racism, you said you think this is like a football guy? Uh, he had the acting range of like, uh, like do you, what's uh, like a, when you put a actor like a, yeah, a sports yeah, star like, and have him host like SNL. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Excuse, sorry, yeah, sorry, that's Jamison. just the the, the so usual pipeline uh, for Adewale Akinui. I, 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 I mangled the pronunciation, but uh, sorry, uh, he began his career as a model in Milan and graduated with a master's in law from King's College. Oh fuck! All right, Nicole's canceled. Nicole's canceled. If you did play football, it would be what we call soccer. So okay, I I think you owe this man an apology, and I'm also apologize for not tripping over his name. I'm I'm sorry for attributing your bad and limited acting range. I don't want to blame. I I never like to (laughs) be too hard on. I mean, unless they're really bad, but I don't like to be too hard on actors when they're. Given bad material and bad direction, and forced into a bunch of reshoots um, and buried Cara, under Cara the Devlin, though. Can we talk? We we need to talk about Enchantress. Oh right. The, first of all, I've, I learned to she's I learned the today of the movie, and I forgot about her. <laughs> first of all, I learned today that they were initially eyeing Cara Devlin. Uh, I don't fucking care. She's yeah. They want. They initially tapped her to play Harley. Which is like, first of all, she can't fucking act, and you know she can't fucking act because, Have like, you seen her for something else? the first like scene of her, th- her first scene, she doesn't say anything, and it's like the movie is edited like to make her speak as le- like little as possible, and then like at the very climax, she's completely overdubbed by like another fucking actress while she's you know presumably standing in front of a green screen in like a green morph suit, so we can you know. They can make her like hips, Shakira hips don't lie in like post production. <laughs> her, she's terrible. 
She is awful. Also, uh, look look up her her family. I just I just saw that like, she, right at the top of IMDb. It's like she was born to uh, her her dad's a property developer. Her family are prominent up. She, she's descended from prominent upper class families with ancestors including viscounts, baronets, majors, and lord mayors of London. Awful, terrible. Throw her in the throw her in the tomb with the queen. Yeah, they send oh, them all God. down like that? the servants of the, the pharaoh. Met- Oh, it was the Met Gala? Was it, I think it was the Met Gala this year or the makeup one for 2020? And she wore this great eyebrows, though. Like top that said, like she wore like a top that said, like you know, you know, every man wants to get pegged or something. Oh, was that where that was turned, her? Of course, I it turned that. Out, that was her, and it turned out to be like a complete ripoff of like a like small like oh, designer. Of uh, oh, was of that course. was that the peg the course. patriarchy one? Yes, yes, peg the patriarchy. It's yes, a, that was it. I'm sorry if you're if you're from the British aristocracy. I don't care what your gender is. You are the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Like, shut the yeah. hell up. You oh, you have it so tough. It's like they're they're not marrying you off for land. You're a model. Anymore. It's the 21st century. You're a, you're a model you're, with yeah, a rich family. Fuck off. Like on. you've never had a problem. You've never had a real problem in your entire life. Eat shit. <laughs> and she's like the the worst the worst kind of like. Like, I don't know if she, she identifies as, like, lesbian, bisexual, or whatever, but she's, like, the worst kind of queer, white queer, queer. woman, because pre- precisely because she's... Queer yeah, with, queer. like, a question mark and parentheses. I don't know why I said it like that. Like, yeah, she's, like, the worst kind because, I mean, she's from British royal <laughs> like, just completely, completely... She's, she's awful. She's not even, like, I can't believe she was the villain in this like her whole storyline is awful and her it doesn't whole, like, make any sense romance with they, they well, it it's doesn't also make like any, the, it doesn't the make awful editing sense. and structure where everything is like don't told, help you everything's a flashback or a narrated flashback but within, within a flashback, flashback within, within a, flash a flashback forward. and then a flash forward it's fucking terrible man it's like someone put a season of lost in a blender <laughs> but like yeah she's like she she's she's an archaeologist that got possessed by an ancient witch, and the witch it was a god, and the god is an entity from another dimension because they can never decide if magic is real or if it's just sci-fi. With this shit, um, and she has a brother, yeah, that that we we are only introduced to because there's a quick shot of a statue in Amanda Waller's office that she steals when uh, Amanda Waller brings the the cursed witch and she's like oh yeah no i i have total control of of this (laughs) i have total control of this insanely powerful being because i got the body she's in to fall in love with a soldier oh i've got her heart too but she stabs the heart and nothing happens it it amounts to fucking yeah she just goes ow Um, help but she's like oh i've I've got Um, control over her because the body she's in is in love with this like stupid soldier guy um and then she 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 disappears. She runs off on him, and it happens off screen. We just hear about it over the radio. Yeah, and then they show then, it later then, what then, happened, and it's still like, why didn't you just? But then, show yeah, this, and then they flashback to the it. Time. But like ninety percent of the flashback is the shit we saw originally. It's yeah, it's baffling. For, yeah, it's confounding. It's, um, I the the it's, it's the like it's like they is, actually sat yeah. down and said, everyone who's going to watch this is 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 a a a, a YouTube addled. 13-year-old Zoomer, we have to make sure we say everything three times because they're going to be looking at their phones the whole movie and otherwise they won't understand the plot. 
not that there is one because the movie has no structure, but that's why every character, we, we get an introduction, we get another introduction. 40 minutes into the movie, they're lining them all up to finally go on their fucking mission and we get another introduction to all of them. We're, like, we're still getting a piece of new characters. Movie. So we we didn't even talk about, well, we got, we got uh, uh, Australian Captain guy. Captain Boomerang. Fucking Captain Boomerang, who's fun. He, I think who's he's fun. He, they brought him back for the suicide squad. Maybe he's squad, fun in that. I thought he was really on, annoying but in this. Um, I think. Oh no, they the edit doesn't do him very well. I think he's okay in the role, but like for for like example, there's like there's like a setup with the pink unicorn that never goes anywhere. Um, but like he he he's more engaging to watch. Uh, compare or has more character compared to like. Katana, who's not a just character. like you know, I the, the not literally it, not a it, character. Admittedly, she just shows weird up to and see. She's like, I have a sword. My husband's in it. It kills the the souls of it's, his victims. It's weird whatever. to see Jai Courtney like playing like a character with any amount of personality because he was like just like the flat affectless soldier guy in so many movies for a while. Oh, yeah, really? he was the guy in that 2014 Godzilla movie. Okay. Oh, okay, because he was. I don't know. I I kind of I kind of liked his spin on the character, but uh, we didn't even. We're still missing. Like we did, we still haven't talked about uh, uh, Slipknot, which is such a waste of Adam Beach. Like an insulting Not, he's like waste. He's barely of Adam in the movie, and then he's he, he dies because he and Captain Boomerang engineer an escape, and then uh, uh, Soldier Man blows his head up with their little Rick flag, with their yeah. little um. Also, ex- rips straight from Escape from New York. Oh, we've got an implant in your neck. If you go off mission, we'll detonate. Yes. So he detonates this guy instantly. And then everybody else fucks around and never gets detonated. And it's like, like okay, I'm okay. Like, if they set this character up a bit so it wasn't obvious he would die, like, everybody, if he got, like, equal development to most of the other characters that aren't Harley Quinn and Will Smith and obviously going to live, and then they killed him suddenly, it might be, like, a little bit of a, a twist, like a, like a moment to set stakes and catch you off guard. But then... Yeah. Immediately after that, everybody's talking to each other. And this might, some of it might have been the extended cut. Everyone's just walking down the street, and all the characters are just like walking from one to the other, going, hey, we're going to try and escape again right now, just obviously plotting with each other loudly around all these soldiers that are supposed to be guarding them, and nobody fucking notices. And it deflates any sense of tension over, like, oh, at any minute, um, yeah. Rick Flag might detonate their head if they try and pull like like all the tension that's supposed to be there between these characters and what they want to do and the mission they're forced at gunpoint on is totally deflated. Like Harley Quinn just goes fucks around, fucks off, and nobody blows her head up. Like, 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 fuck, man. Like the template for this movie is right there. It's, it's, it, it, Dirty doesn't yeah. escape from New York. It's right there. How do you fuck this but up this they, badly? But you know what they wanted. They were trying to also, here's the thing, we didn't even mention, like, two of the other probably, like, biggest, like, influences on this, like, Frankenstein re-edit that they released was, you know, they wanted to popularize both on, like, you know, the the, the overuse of, like, needle drops a la uh, Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy, because oh, yeah. that was a huge fucking hit, like, like, the soundtrack for Guardians of the Galaxy was a massive success like even people who don't like marvel films like well i mean we're Guardians still Galaxy, like in that James like way too on the nose licensed music thing they're doing yeah but he he has like for for example compare like everything compare like 
this movie to James Gunn's Suicide Squad. And it's like, you know, this is, that is how it should have been done in the first place. But like, uh, just there's the, the, just, just like this movie is such a mess and it comes down to like just the the attempt to re-edit this into like more of a comedy like Deadpool. Now Deadpool, movie. yeah. Because Deadpool, Deadpool had just come out like earlier that year and that was And that, a that's another reason that Will success. Smith is just like Riff's guy. Like he's, yes. he's, he's yes, like, absolutely. a really bad example of like I think I how I by by way of like describing like soy dialogue and stuff is it's like another really bad example of like a character who's acting like they're on a podcast the whole fucking movie. Um, oh yeah, there's like I wrote down a line. He he says uh, like he says you one of them. Demos. Yeah, yeah. It's like great shit. <laughs> there's there's so good. there's so many lines of dialogue I wrote down because they're so bad. Like obviously, uh, uh, like Jared most of Jared Leto's dialogue. Like there's a part where he just screams, "Where is she?" Uh, and he has a, oh man, his his fucking hand tattoo. Just with the oh, with the smile. Oh, it's so bad. It's just, that's it's, it's that, so that bad. Super quirky girl, you know, who's got like ninety IQ, who has the mustache tattooed on her index finger. Oh, can we? I I'm, I'm sorry. We like, gotta keep. We just keep talking more about the damage across the forehead is. is just like so fucking okay, stupid. Okay, wait, I gotta like just gloriously I, yes. stupid. So, uh, funny. It's it's that has special like meaning to me, not because I think it's good, because it's awful. It's it's funny. Oh, and and Deadshot keeps doing this are you threatening me thing, like he's uh like he's Cornholio from Beavis and Butt. Yeah. Uh damage tattoo on Joker's forehead. Um so my first job out of college, I actually worked at the Boston Public Library, uh, for the uh rare books department. It was part of a uh, like inventory process they were renovating the department so i was helping with data entry um and one of the things we would you know uh make note of is like if a book was uh had any like sort of damage to it because these were all like old rare books um so we had like conservation uh people and like conservation uh like boxes for these materials so i would mark them down as damaged and so whenever, whenever we'd have to, I'd have to communicate that to one of the librarians, they'd be, you know, with me while I was like entering this data on the laptop through the aisles. And just every time I said, like picked up a book and, you know, the covers like falling off and like damaged, I'd just be like, <clears throat> because just in my mind, Jared Little Joker damaged, Jared Little Little Joker damaged. Just, it's so fucking like. His design is just, it's so funny, but it's so excruciating to look at. Like, I guess the story with his, like, silver-plated teeth is that after the, because he murdered Robin, uh, Batman, uh, being played by angry Boston guy, uh, Ben Affleck, punched his teeth out. So that's why he has grills. But it's just the goofiest looking shit. It's so stupid. Like, he's, it's like, uh, you, oh, you don't want no beef. Just the, the way he says things. And like, it's, again, it's like, a, it's someone trying to have their Heath Ledger moment. Uh, it's someone trying to make like the, the Joker cool. And, well, it's, like, again, the idea is like, oh, and, he's a, well, he's a criminal. He's a gangster. So we'll make him like a, he's gangster. a gangster. And it's, that's, that's a that's bad like, idea to start with. And they do it in the most bad out idea. of touch, brain dead, ill-conceived way again like 
if this movie actually was a comedy to start with, if it was like satirizing its own concept, you could leave the Joker completely unchanged. It would be hysterical if the rest of the movie was in on the joke, except Jared Leto. But um, it's not. So it's just. But no, they played it straight. That which is the prop, which is the reason why I think this movie, even like the original air cut, wouldn't have been a good movie because this no, Joker is played straight. And this is it's just everything. You can see everything conceptually is still like pretty misguided. Um, yeah, like and oh god, also just so much of the dialogue. I, I, I'm not sure how much. I bet a good chunk of dialogue he, he was looked, what recorded it, like after post production as like ADR. Oh, there's a lot of bad shit, ADR shit for yeah. to help. Like yeah, like there and the, there's just stuff that just sounds like it's it's clearly cherry picked for the trailer. Like uh, the <laughs> like when Bedshot is like. We some kind of oh my god yeah spot. it's like that, he said it he said the name of the movie that's, that's like the when they added in the I'm tired of these so motherfucking dumb. snakes on this motherfucking plane just snakes on a plane <laughs> yeah which is maybe is like the first example of a meme being put into a movie to try and sell it um or I, or honestly or, I can't remember or, um, I never saw snakes he, on a plane he so looked I don't know like a monster they treated him like a monster so he became a monster the king the 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 king and queen yeah oh um, my god. David David Ayer should be blacklisted. Well, I, I don't know how much of these we can that. blame on him. I, Again, or whoever. Well, a David Ayer. Well, anyways, uh, I don't want David Ayer anywhere fucking near Marco Robbie. He's not allowed. He, you fucked up. Stay away from her. And, Get and, a job. And uh, oh, is it the uh, line like uh, Enchantress or well, what's her name? June Moon. When she's not Enchantress. June Moon, not Moon over. Moon, not oh moon my god! Don't moon over. <laughs> Holy shit! That's a deep cut. Oh God! Moon over June. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I pulled that out of. I, I pulled that over out of like the ether. Oh my God! My moon over June. Uh, Holy no shit! No, to listeners, if, if uh, look up Moon over June, but do it in like a private browser. Yeah, make sure no one's looking tab. over your shoulder for the. <laughs> make sure no one's looking over your shoulder. In in the proud um, tradition of terrible, insufferable <laughs> comics. <laughs> God and with just really awful art, or like legendarily bad art. Like there's a reason. Like le- this is an old web comic. Legendarily bad facial oh, yeah, expressions. Like the sort of like these sort of <laughs> facial expressions you would see in a, like Rule Thirty Four, like Simpsons porn, but like worse. oh, terror, like like more exaggerated. Really bad. Um, it's one of those examples of like an artist looking at their flaws and going, well, actually, I don't need to improve. This is my style. And just doubling down and, and, and making something just visually repulsive. Um, uh, oh, I just, speaking can, of bad dialogue, in the terribly established romance between Rick Flagg and June Moon, um, where uh, June. Moon over June, where they just say that they fell in love off screen and we just have to care. Um, she yeah. said she straight up there's, says there's to him, nothing there. If you have to choose between her or me, like make sure you kill her, even if he means killing me. And it's like, well, now I, well, okay, okay, now I know how this movie's gonna end. That's like not that it wasn't pretty obvious they were saying up that first place, but it's just, just saying it, just saying it. Like, here's the plot, here's the theme. Yeah, there, there are so many moments in this movie that even like. A, Again, we can't tell if it's like these were inherent like plot because these all like, feel like story or like what you put into a trailer. But, like for example, type like dialogue, but I, I could go either way. Like 
for example, there's that there's that like guard character that's like fucking with Harley at the beginning of the movie. And then like as they're wheeling her out of like the asylum to go like put on her like go-go outfit and take up a bat and fight aliens, like he just gives her a, the self a cell yeah. phone. And in full in full view of like ten other guards, like armed to the teeth. He just gives her a phone and she's like, you're so fucked. Nothing no, happens to him. Yeah, that. they set him up being a creep and an asshole to all these characters. And in the middle of the movie, he's just like comic relief goofball. And then he's gone from the movie and nothing pays off. And he's gone. Um, never to be seen again. Not even in like the denouement or anything. Um, no, like he's he's completely gone. So I think I, I think he was. And then, oh, my God. At the end of the movie. When Harley Quinn is like, they're they're playing it off like, oh, maybe she's going to join forces with Enchantress and Enchantress has gotten in her. Oh, yeah, there's a whole scene where Enchantress gets inside everybody's brains and shows them what they fantasize about. And it lasts like three minutes yeah. and amounts to nothing. And we just go back and, and, to what we were already doing. And Harley doing. is married to Paul Allen. Oh, my God. Literally. That, she's married to Paul it's Allen. It's like a 21st century version of the fucking Somewhere That's Green sequence from Little Shop of Horrors. Just like, we've got a nice house and kids. And it's like. I, I mean, is that supposed to be a joke or like, I don't know if that's supposed to be funny. That well, like, I, Okay. There was something I noticed though. Like, you know, that, that, that part, well, you know, that part, like that, that's stupid Jared Leto scene where he's like in that room and he's just like fucking around. Like I miss her. And he's like surrounded by knives because David. Oh Adams yeah. Sitting in the cool. center of a bunch of, in the, of in knives. The far, at him. Like, yeah. In the, in the far right corner of the frame, there are just like a couple of baby onesies laid out. Huh? Yeah, they're just bait like they're baby onesies. So clearly that's something I I don't fucking know. I don't fucking See, that, know. See that baby but is the one that says I'm the Joker baby. Yeah, it is. that is the titular <laughs> Joker baby. Um God, but just, oh, what was I gonna say? So, so uh, yeah. Enchantress is like, does it? They, they they have a stupid sword fight where she casts fucking mirror image, because all these things have to devolve into a big stupid fight. It's like you've got all these asymmetrically powered characters. So, like, why isn't Harley Quinn like psychologically manipulating someone? Because she's just a girl with BPD and a baseball bat. Like, she has no powers. They, this team is assembled in theory hey, that fe- to to fight Superman. Yeah. These guys couldn't beat Superman. They couldn't beat a lot of regular men. Like, like the okay, Diablo is like pretty powerful. Killer Croc is just like big and strong. Deadshot's really good with guns. Harley Quinn has a baseball bat. Like, well, I guess Enchantress is only like the power. Like, like the Avengers kind of has, but it's like the power asymmetry is so huge, and the cons. So it's like you can do the concept, but like have it so that, like the characters that are less like objectively powerful have to be more clever with how they use their powers or something. But no, it's just yeah. so fucking well, brain I think, dead. I also think that's just like, like with Harley, for example, I know that's been a, that was a big Oh, sorry. I, I, I keep, sorry. Uh, just, I want to get this out because I keep derailing myself because I'm okay. um, no, sorry. Yeah. So she's like, they're playing up like, oh, she might join forces with Enchantress who's promising to bring the Joker back because we think he might be dead. Because, oh, yeah, he Joker off screen hijacks a helicopter, rescues Harley Quinn, and then their helicopter gets shot down. But, like, the missile blows up the front of the helicopter and kills the crew. And but it's like, still either pushes or it's, she it's falls out. It's still flying. And then he, it's, like, kind of, like, yeah, it's kind of weird. She falls out and he goes down with the helicopter. Just doesn't but like, uh... it turns out to survive because, duh. But it's like, 
front of the helicopter blows up and then it's still flying. It's just slowly crashing, which like, like, I mean, not that it has to be realistic, but it's just like re- really stupid. But um, there before, are so many sorry, CGI I, I helicopters that crash oh, yeah. in this movie, by the way. I keep derailing myself. <laughs> After like doing the whole really obvious fake out, like, oh, I'm joining forces with Enchantress. I'm being seduced by her offer to bring the Joker back to life. She's like, you made one mistake. You messed with my friends, which is such my a like. Friends. It's like, wait, they're your friends. Yeah, no friendship was at no point in this movie. Did we establish any of these people were friends? At all. And the most was that bar scene, which is a edited down version of a longer Yeah, which is the closest anything in this movie comes to feeling like a movie. The extended, it's a longer scene in the extended yeah. cut, I'm pretty sure. And it's like, yeah, it it's is. still not yeah. good, but it's like this, like, it's like, oh, there's an actual, maybe there's a dynamic between these characters. Maybe they have motivations. Maybe they're developing a relationship, but it's just way too little too late um, because these characters don't even meet until halfway through the movie. And it's, but it's also, it's just such a like, fucking written by a 13 year old ass line you messed with my friends it's like that's that's what a, that's what a middle schooler says to another middle schooler before bitch slapping literally like literally literally like this is this is a this was a movie that just like feels like it was uh like like the the main editor was like a 15 year old girl really no no because no. um, it, it feels we- like actually edited by a 15 year old girl it would be like Worse in a technical sense, but it'll be like way more like probably creative and out there than the, this than the result we get. Yeah, that's true. It, it yeah, would be no, like it, it would be like girls enough credit off the wall in a way that would be way more interesting. Um, this is bland, gray, bureaucratic professionals trying to attempt what they think a thirteen-year-old girl, fourteen-year-old girl would like, and it made a ton of money, so I guess it worked for a minute. I mean, uh, actually. You know what that 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 helicopter scene you mentioned? There's also some really funny slash bad Joker dialogue. Also, that, the, that the worst I ADR. It's ADR, movie. like it's really bad ADR. In that scene. Uh, he says, "See something about grape soda on ice." Grape soda on and then he's what like, the, when the, the helicopter gets shot down. He's like, "This bird is baked." It's shut the God, fuck up. He's so Get off bad. screen and stop trying to make the Joker sexy. If when you here's the thing, if you try, he's like one of those like. It's like a Tumblr, like, it's like a sexy Tumblr funny man, where it's like when you try, like, deliberately to make him sexy, like, it stops being fun. It's when he's, like, not trying to be sexy. He's just like a dirty-ass, disgusting, like, hobo clown. That's when people are like, oh, now he's sexy. The the problem with this Jared Leto is also that uh, Jared Leto Joker is trying to be sexy as well. And it's like, dude, no. No. So you're saying uh, I need to stop grooming. I am not I am not saying I am not saying he is hot. No, but you're saying I need to stop grooming and then women will like me. I need to shit I need (laughs) to go on. That's not what I'm saying at all. And I need to develop prodromal schizophrenia and become a homeless guy, and then I'm just going to be slaying puss left. (laughs) You gotta you gotta start doing shitty stand up (laughs) and you gotta go on a a talk show and uh, kill the host. Uh yeah, Joaquin Phoenix definitely the yeah, superior yeah. I mean, that, uh, Joker. No, that, no doubt. I think that movie so. got a bit more praise than it deserved. Just if we're reading such a dire era for movies, but like not like a decent movie, an actual movie, better than this. Um, yeah, but the thing here's so like to my I I did some research also on what like the original uh like 
like not not only like the like a, what like the original air cut of this would would have included first of all there was like she was supposed to have be like like that helicopter scene was supposed to be the end of their relationship like he in in the air cut like it's it's definitive that joker like kind of pushes harley out of the helicopter um whereas like in in the theatrical cut it's like is she falling? Did he? Yeah, push it's weird because like, they also really have a shot of him reaching vague. for her and being like, "Oh no, she's gone." Yeah, but the theat in the theatrical cut makes it more like romantic because like the the movie ends with him like busting her out of put prison in his fucking uh, Joker SWAT team fit, which, which is, is like hilarious. they expect people to like uh, buy the that's like oh it's it's like a fucked up romance, but it's still romantic. It's like. Bonnie and Clyde. Which, like, there's a version, like, if, if, uh, there's a version of that that could work if it was better, you know, executed. But like, no, like, because he's Jared Leto Joker and he sucks. He and Margot Robbie have zero yeah, chemistry, but, and yeah, and so they also can't decide if the, she. The, they, they try to have their cake and eat it too because it's like she falls. She, it's like the Hannibal Lecter Clarice Starling thing where she like kind of falls in love with him while doing therapy with him. One, that's like really unconvincing in this iteration. And two, they also have him like fuck her up with electroshock to t- turn her into yeah. what she is now. It's like because you can't you can't commit to the premise. Um, uh, this- I, I don't know. But yeah, no, the air cut to my understanding, uh, it seems like there was much more uh, acknowledgement to like uh, the inherent like problematic nature of the joker harley relationship which i remember was a like big talking point around this movie like leading up to and then after its releases you know how it was going to depict and adapt the harley joker relationship um you know a lot of uh speaking as a feminist media person who's you know done enough research into like comic and like nerd culture like there are there is a lot of like a lot of interest and in, you know just examining like harley quinn is both like a character but also like her relationship to like the joker and how you know in in more more and more recent years like people have really been like hey this is actually pretty fucked up well yeah <laughs> uh she's she's like yeah so like people were, were really concerned about that and yeah just the theatrical kind of this movie really kind of it it dare I I say romanticizes their relationship like it makes it out to be like he really actually cares for her but then also does it like otherwise he wouldn't try to break her out of of prison because the whole scene where she confronts him on the highway yeah but it's it's also like like, oh you're you're more afraid of the gun than you're you're more afraid of my heart than this your heart um and it's like they can't well, again, like they can't decide what well, they want to do with it because I feel like they see. I feel like they yeah. saw like there's two audiences. There's like the 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 very strange people sitting at home like, oh, this is us. This is this is our fucked up relationship because we're such fucked up misfits. And then there's the, the like the Joker to my Harley feminist reading where it's like, no, Harley Quinn needs to get out of this abusive relationship and emancipate herself, and they can't um, decide which way if, they want to go with that's it. That's how the that's how Birds of Prey starts. We don't get to see a lick of Jared Leto. I think we just see like the back of like someone's head, and it's just like the the a stand-in guy of like the green wig. 
on, which is great. Great. Thank you, Coffee on. Just she Wait, knew, which, like, she knew, like everyone did, don't no one wants if, to see Jared. Which Leto like if she is again. gonna like take off as a character on her own right, is like a perfectly interesting thing to do with her. And it's like so it's and it, and it gives her like an origin story. Like um that that contrast. Yeah, that's with that's her why Birds of Prey is very good. Present part. Like that's like I watched that show and there's like it like it veered into like Twitter gif take on it that kind of irritated me sometimes, but the yeah. concept is sound. Um, can we can we talk about a little about uh, how how this movie visually looks like the uh, Shadow the Hedgehog game? It's tonally the Shadow the Hedgehog game. Like tonally and visually. Like that's what it is. It is for the same people. <laughs> like it, it's for the same. Yeah. No, there is a like strong overlap between like. It's like I'm I'm an edgy misfit. I'm so fucked up. But it's just like you're just like basically normal. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog OCs and like people who are like, you know, me and my boyfriend are the IRL Joker and Harley. Like it's it's like a flat. It's like a circle. It. It is like I'm fascinated by those people, though, like or and really the oh, there's the so phenomenon so of funny. like the Joker, because I feel like the Joker is kind of like what Tyler Durden was for a hot minute. Like it's yeah. serving the exact oh, yeah. same function of like representing like, yeah, like people that are misfits or imagine themselves to be misfits and they're kind of antisocial frustrations. And I mean, that's fine. Like we all have that, I think, like that that part of yourself that's just like you're waiting in line like you just you want to do the fucking bit from falling down where you just wave a gun around and rant about how the food at mcdonald's doesn't look like it does in the pictures <laughs> that movie rules man that we should maybe we should do a bonus episode on Joel, falling Joel, that's Joel that is Schumacher, Joel Schumacher who would go on to direct okay. uh batman forever and batman the gay, gay batman, batman yeah. gay gay ass batman um, um Let's also, see. also well, director let's... of Lost Boys, which is a a movie that when you watch it as an adult is which also is a great movie. and also Lost Boys is a great pretty movie. gay when you watch it as an adult <laughs> and also pretty gay. Um, just like there are all, there are just like so many little things with this movie too that are just like just like it's just. It's just messy. It's, I mean, we could just, just go messy. and go and go on all the problems this fucking movie has. Um, like, and the lack of structure means, and the and the, the lack, lack of, of structure, structure and the lack of pacing so... means that no character moment amounts yeah. to anything. You don't care when anyone dies. Just nothing. It's just a flow of images, but you know they're not sufficiently arresting images to function in in that respect. And it's kind of just the nadir of everything wrong in, in recent contemporary blockbuster film in a lot of ways. Not not quite in the same ways as a Marvel yeah. movie, but in a lot of other ways I, in terms yeah. of just like um the 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 wrong headedness and ultra commercial mentality behind it. Um at at least the finished trailer park cut version of the film. Um I feel like if we'd seen the air cut, like I said, it would still be bad but it would be bad, I think, in maybe like more interesting ways. Um, it'd be a lot more cohesive. Um, the story would probably be told in order with like would, yeah, rising and falling. Yeah, it'd be more similar to like action. Batman v Superman. Extended. Yeah. Well, it would be sh- shorter than that. But and it's still like the problem with DC is just like they keep trying to pack. They're trying to play catch up 
with Marvel. It's like a Stalinist five-year yeah. plan where they're trying to cram like a decade <laughs> of development into two years. Um, so we get like too many movies because it's like New Joker. Uh, we're, we're building up Harley Quinn as a kind of breakout standalone character. We're introducing these other guys. And we're trying to do all that on top of this Dirty Dozen Escape from New York kind of movie. And it's just too much. Um, wasn't Captain Boomerang like edited in? Like, was he a character invented entirely for reshoots? I thought I saw that somewhere, but that might be, I, I might be misremembering. don't know, actually. I don't. Because he does feel kind of out of place, too. I, I, if, if you asked me which character was out of place, I was like, oh, God, yeah, that too is like way like, out of place. Shit to do. And there's, and there's no body count. Like at the end of the movie, like, so, um, just Slipknot, Slipknot yeah. dies. And Slipknot. Uh, and Slipknot. It, again, cause he, we, we barely know the character. We don't care. Uh, and then Diablo gets his big heroic self-sacrifice he sacrifices which, like, himself duh. which apparently he doesn't in the air cut he lives oh, that's actually more cut. interesting because his character like which the is self-sacrificing is so obvious for like that character who's looking for redemption but then it's like with all of these ex- he's like i killed my family expendable Holmes. characters it's like why couldn't we ice a few to like build some fucking tension like the the like the, the end of the like the dirty dozen doesn't end with dirty 11 of them coming back Right, like I think at least half. Of them, I haven't seen that movie in years. But the, at least I think at least half of them die. You know, Escape from New York. It's only Snake Plissken and the president that make it back in the end, and that's part of what makes them compelling movies. Uh, is there's a fucking right. cause, and I get like it's a PG thirteen superhero movie, whatever. But it's like you could kill like more than two members of the cast <laughs> if there's something well, like think, this. And maybe. I think there was. There but was talk of like when they did the reshoots of like trying to make it R rated because again this is the after this is the like months after Deadpool yeah. like shook things up um, and even even then like it's like I I had this thought like nothing in this movie felt as like grimy and like hardcore and violent as the pencil scene in Dark Knight where literally there is no blood yeah, spilled yeah. like you don't see blood spilled it's all like. Just the staging and like staging and editing is, and yeah. the performances and the again like that movie really is lightning in a bottle because I feel like if it even if you had the exact same people involved perhaps Heath Ledger notwithstanding um, any other time any other moment that movie doesn't work and ends up being like on par with like Man of Steel or Batman v Superman it's like very yeah. very weird um, that it works as well as it does yeah well I I do want to because I I. I mean, people were thinking this movie was going to be bad from the jump. Like, as soon as they started hearing about, like, all the crazy, yeah. wacky things Jared Leto was doing behind the scenes. Oh, my God. Um, and that, like, I feel like, like that's, uh, all, can that's I, all planted by, like, his PR people or something to make him be like, look, I'm such I, a method actor. Look at how much I'm committing to this role. Like, he, again, he really thought this was going to, like, win him an Academy Award, either with this movie or, like, with the next Batman yeah. movie. And, like launch yeah. his career another step he really really believed that and that's really yeah, funny because he's obviously an idiot like well multiple i i think it's been verified though that like he he did like give margot robbie like a box of chocolates with like a live rat in it but she like at first she was like ah 
And then she was like, well, this rat is kind of cute. And she kept it as a pet, which I think is adorable. That's like better um, method acting she, on her, beha- her ha- behalf. Than yeah, well, and then he was like the- sending shit to like Viola Davis and she was obviously not abused. Oh, he, uh, and I'm looking at this, this article from uh, MTV News. Uh, uh, he 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 gave out anal right. Beats. Oh yeah, it was in her condom and condoms. Like, like it <laughs> used condoms and but anal that's like, beads. That is like twelve year old shit. That is so fucking lame. That is literally twelve. Like it's not even there. like this guy is so fucked up and gross. It's like that's pathetic. Come on, but you for for a guy that is such a real creep in real life. His attempts to like LARP is a creep for this like stupid method acting bullshit are so lame so fucking lame um like blades blades commitment to uh, or not (laughs) wesley snipes commitment to method acting as blade on the set of the original blade is like way more interesting and, and, and awesome and funny um also like i'm gonna be honest like method acting is stupid right like you don't need to do that shit at all that's just like pure actor brained nonsense right like I like some really good actors do it, but I don't think they need to. Um, I think there's some merit to it in a way when like it comes to like a certain like if it's if it's a role like that's more grounded in something like you can't do method like I think if you're trying to do method acting with like you know I'm a I'm a clown joker or like you know I'm an archangel or something like no that's that's not real have fun with it I just I think it's pure I think it's total bullshit like like a lot of a lot yeah it's. I think a lot of good actors do it, but I don't. But it's think very they need ego to, to be good. Yeah, actors. it's very like, ego driven. Yeah, I think like like Daniel Day Lewis, great actor. I think all that stuff is like complete unnecessary nonsense. Like he he doesn't need to go around being like, you need to call me Mister My Left Foot. Yeah, or like like how we we taught how I mentioned uh, RoboCop. Peter Weller was like at during like the first couple weeks of shooting, he was like, "I only answer to Robo," and then eventually he just dropped it because Paul Verhoeven was like, "You know, I'm not calling you that." No, yeah, Paul Verhoeven doesn't seem like a guy who makes a movie that way. <laughs> no, he's no, he's he's just having. I mean, fun. like it's one thing to like commit uh, to like learning body language or or whatever an act, but it's like that whole like. I am in character. Yeah, call me Robo. I'm in character. Like, dude, dude, just just take five minutes backstage to psych yourself up. Like, I've I've done acting, you know, in high school, but I've done acting. It's uh, yeah, uh, it's not that hard, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's like work. It's to learn your lines and everything. It's like work, and there is like an emotional element to it. But it's like you don't need to go that far. It's totally unnecessary. Uh, you don't need to be tortured to make great art. You don't need to be an asshole to people because you're a fucking genius. Like, as much as I, like, love Stanley Kubrick and everything, like, none of that shit's actually, like, artistic, like, justifiable on an artistic basis. Although fucking yeah, with Congress and Noel Kidman is justifiable cry. on an it's funny basis. Not not fucking with Shelley oh, Duvall. Oh, yeah, no, getting them divorced was totally justifiable. He did Nicole Kidman yeah, a favor. Not fucking with Shelley Duvall, um, but who's no, Shelley Duvall, an angel. If, if Shelley Duvall was my wife, I would never, I would love and protect her and I would never chase her around uh, with an axe or two. No matter how crazy do, I was. like, 500 takes yeah. of of crying and it, it is funny for like all um, of those takes like i think their performances in the shining are great but they are like really elevated and histrionic across the board which is like but it, you don't need 500 the, takes the, the that. stanley is, kubrick it's a, it's is just like an insane psychopath but 
<laughs> but sometimes, you know what? The uh, insane cycle. I mean, he, he is a great, great, great director, artists. but like, I don't know if a lot of that stuff he did was actually at all necessary to make those movies great. I think that's like a, a yeah. post self justifying mythology, which is like anytime you have yeah. power or accomplish something great, everything you did up to that point is retroactively justified as necessary to get where you got. And I just, I don't, I've never bought that. Um, which is also funny when people are like, asshole like just power tripping pricks and they're just like they make they're like you know max landis or something just like complete mediocrities yeah <laughs> you don't even have that flimsy yeah. justification you know um uh, are you how far in are, are we are you done talking about suicide uh, i mean do we like, we've do basically we, just talked about that want to movie. skim i feel like this david i didn't get a chance to read it all because i've just been managing my time so badly and 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 having mental illness and being stressed out. Oh yeah. His, his, his official his statement. Official, so do we want to oh, skip yeah. through no, this? We, we, and, like, and yeah. We, uh, when we're done that, do we have anything else to talk about? Just the cultural uh, legacy. Things of you should watch in Salt. Well, that too. But I mean, do we have anything else to talk about? Like the cultural legacy or meaning of like the Joker and Harley Quinn as characters and the people that gravitate to that. Uh, we will have like a million. That's, more that's true. Yeah. To talk about um, that. So yeah, let's let's yeah. I think to close out, let's just skim through this. David Ayer's. Um, oh, didn't you say he's also like a a rant in his rant on his phone to YouTube in his car guy? Yes, it's that, on. That makes so much what? fucking will, sense. That is so perfect. Some of the best parts of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us the um, highlights. Yeah, he had, he posted like a notes app like in the wake of James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Uh, which I have to mention, I have guest starred on a episode of It's Giving Camp, our uh, pod friends, uh, and I'm going to be uh, joining them to talk about The Suicide Squad, uh, so the James Gunn movie, which is um, obviously my pick for Watch Something Else, even though it's also a DC movie, but it is like a good-ass, fun-ass movie. If 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 Marvel movies are like homogeneously mediocre, sometimes like okay mediocre, sometimes bad mediocre, DC is more just like a lot of really bad stuff and a lot of like bad but more interesting and it trying to be something stuff. And then like occasionally like like again, limited by what it is from to, to falling short of being like A plus instant classic kino. But like, you know, again, like the Batman pretty good that kind of thing so it's like they've yeah. got at least the, the the chaos and like their their production is so chaotic and fucked up um that it's like left room for people to actually make approximations of real movies kind of which is damning with faint praise and still like like every studio is you know evil but some are evil in yeah, different so in ways. the wake of <laughs> so in the wake of uh the suicide squad coming out um and this would have been, this was around the time, like, the official, like, release the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut finally got released. So people were, start- there, there are multiple, like, 30, 50K accounts that are just dedicated to, like, demanding the release do, of the Do you think cut. these really so are bots or are people just, like, that emotionally invested? They build their I, whole no, people identity are that stupid. around. People are that stupid. I, I, I. Don't doubt people are that uh, stupid. I, I don't believe this That's Russian something we should... Bot shit. I think that's, that's something we should look into bullshit. sometimes. It's just the phenomenon of people being not just like fans or enjoyers or whatever, but like dedicated... Stands. You know, stands for, for this shit. S- 
scary stands. But yeah, so uh, David Ayer posted a like notes app fucking official. Well, it looks like he he like wrote it in Word doc and just like screenshotted it. Uh, this is like his like official statement on hashtag release the air cut um, and basically being like, yeah, Warner Brothers fucked over me as the director and the movie that was released theatrically is not in line with what I had envisioned whatsoever. What I had envisioned was a quote unquote soulful (laughs) drama, which I'm like, no, it wasn't. But there's, there are a lot of, first of all, he begins this, he begins this document with my turn. Oh yeah. He's, and, and it's just like the first like couple of paragraphs, like the first like several paragraphs are just dedicated to him being like, you know, I grew up rough. I'm from the streets. I was in South LA doing hood rat shit as a kid. Uh, saw people die, man. Like, and then I then I got my shit together by joining the U.S. Navy, you know. And I'm a like I I made my way as I, you know. I, and every I bootstrapped guy, up. I don't know what it means. To I was play. a fuck up, and the army made me good with discipline and i bootstrapped myself up but i know the streets and i know what so it's I like so i entered the gayest the gayest section of the u.s military marge the boy was wearing a hawaiian shirt there's only two kinds of guys who wear those shirts gay guys and big fat party animals and bart doesn't look like a big fat party animal to me yeah um, yeah long hard and full of semen yeah literally that's the the first like almost the first two pages entirely are just like him like being like, you know, I, I pulled myself up by my own bootstraps. Um, but he he said, uh, this is how he describes or his, his take. I put my life into Suicide Squad. I made something amazing. My cut is intricate in emotional journey with some bad people who are shit on and discarded. A theme that resonates in my soul. <laughs> the studio cut is not my movie. Read that again. <laughs> And my cut is not the 10-week director's cut. It's a fully mature edit by Lee Smith standing on incredible work by John Gilroy. It's all Stephen Price's brilliant score with not a single radio song in the whole thing. Well, thank, well, God, thank yeah. you for that. Uh, it had traditional character arcs, amazing performances, a solid three third act resolution, a handful of people have seen it. If someone says they have seen it, they haven't. Uh, what else he... And he ends this, he, he, he ends the statement with being like, you know, you know what? I, I grew up in the school of hard knocks. And, you know, when I was on that submarine with, you know, a bucket to shit in and no food to eat, you know what I did? I didn't complain. I just well, took I, it. I, like I this just line. was quiet. So I'm not going to say anything like, yeah, about I've, anything I've further. I've never told my side of the story, and I never will, except for what he just told. Why? Literally. Same reason no one will ever know what happened on my submarine. I keep my covenants. I'm old school like that. He is. He rocks. He's such a, like, face. He's, he's like the guy on Facebook. He, like, unir- he posted yeah, the unironic, one. like, skeleton memes. About how he's got to go back to the old me and, and how he's pissed but soulful. Yeah. He, he's like the guy in the comments on where like a local pedophile was arrested talking about how he needs to be dragged behind a truck. Like he is absolutely that guy to a T and it rules. Yes, it's so boomer. fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's he's the, the again that crossover between like boomer history channel like dad like hey you want to watch a documentary on World War Two. And like, you know, motorcycle guy, like white boy delinquents, motorcycle guy. guy. Um, And he like, 
and I love I, there's a line here uh, back here too specifically I just want to quote because it's again really um really funny there's it's, it's really funny his his whole twitter i wrote is really and i wrote and so i got sucked back licking. into the street smoking pp smoking pcp and cruising in my <laughs> old cut list i didn't have a refrigerator i didn't have a bed i had nothing didn't file tax returns for seven years i had no future <laughs> i figured i was just burning time until i got a case and got locked up honestly he i mean i don't know how much of this stuff i didn't file my tax returns for seven i don't know years. how much of this stuff the, the, is the, like the, the part i'm grabbing on is it sounds or how much of it is just sort of like exaggerated self-mythology but like as a type of guy he does rule and honestly you know what yeah i'm gonna say yes release the ire cut um it's still probably bad but one it might be bad it might be bad in yeah I, way. I'll, Two, I'll support that just too. on principle like yeah like just in general give us intended kind of moratorial versions of things that we didn't get even if they suck just on okay, principle so, like give us more yeah. of those um all right so i i will i will for for all of our uh listener uh who who really is into Snyderverse, i will say i support hashtag release the air cut if and only if David Ayer stays at least like 500 feet away from Margot Robbie. That means uh, uh, no Gotham City sirens um, unless uh, he is replaced as a director, writer. I don't know. Even Isn't that, that about to come out? Movie is happening anymore. But no, uh, David Ayer, stay away from her. Was, he, was he creepy towards uh, her during production? No, I just think he, he just did not do a good job at all in like depicting Harley. Oh, well, okay. Fair. Like even just from the... From the get go, like it's and it's clearly not a pro like a product of like editing. It was like clearly just you know trying to make her like had a understanding of Harley Quinn as like you know she's crazy but yeah. hot like cute like that sort of meat headed yeah. understanding but I, of her. And that's I do want to so, say yeah. Though, so stay like, away. From I her. think if like the it, like the reason aside from the trailer and the needle drops and that kind of like tricking impressionable teenagers who like because you can like if you give people a sense of what they think a movie is going to be they'll project that onto the actual movie right you know um yeah. Oh, like yeah. a lot of things um so like i think that's part of it but the other part of it is i think that like that that thing he that found that cornerstone he built the movie on that i think really does resonate with him that fucked up misfit misunderstood by society didn't get a chance thing like i think that bled through enough from the original movie and it does resonate with people especially like a lot of people clearly who are yeah. like post joker beams and skeletons on facebook who are just the same types kind of the same type even if they're like a different generation or slightly different context they're the same basic types of guys david ayer and there's a millions of them out there and i think they that like that did resonate and that's why this movie was a hit and that's why you know people like sympathize like you know it's, it's a thing like sympathizing like like kind of taking the Heath Ledger Joker as kind of an avatar and, and other characters like that and um you know if you're a woman like the Harley Quinn and it's also I think like a more like you know and, and, and I say this with affection a more white trash uh less less yeah. like gay theater kid version of like people that identify with Disney villains for like sort of similar reasons yeah yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's like, that's like you mentioned insane clown posse at the beginning. That's like what that's bis built on. It's like, yeah, we are fucked up and we're going to lean into it. Uh, yeah. 
if you're if if you're uh if you're if you're a Boston local like me or uh uh Harley Harley Joker couples give off like a, a very distinctive like Quincy yeah. energy. Um that is something you'll only understand if you are from Oh, this I area. think you you find um, those types of people. Yeah, let's all don't, over certain types of areas. Yeah, but, like, Boston's Quincy. Oh, Quincy's uh, a place. I thought that was like a Quincy's I thought that was more it's, of a state of like, mind. It's it's like next to Boston. <laughs> it's like a but it, it's like it's like Boston if Boston was smaller and more condensed. So it's like Boston guy like crystallized, like you know, like how like like a like a like dabs. It's concentrated Bostonian guys. And that's Quincy. Do you like apples? Yeah. yeah. Well I got a number. How do you like them apples? <laughs> um yeah, let's. What should you watch? And well, and I what, what I, else? I had a tr- what should you watch? What should I had you watch trouble instead? with this one conceptually, but then in talking, we already named yeah, in talking about the movie that kind of just like, oh well, yeah, Escape from New York, Dirty Dozen, Dirty Dozen, Escape from New York. Um, uh, obviously, obviously, the Suicide Squad. I mean, I I haven't I, seen I that one yet. That I, I can't. I can't Birds vouch of Prey, for it, but uh. We'll um, get around to it for our own. I show. I will say, oh, obviously American Psycho. Oh yeah, yeah, that movie rocks. Who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to see Jared Leto get fucking murdered? Asked yeah. To um, death. Uh, just trying to think. Is anything else like a fucked up people movie? Um. Well, I did. I did watch Alex Cox's uh, Straight to Hell, which is kind of like a like a his like parody of like a spaghetti western with a uh, Joe Strummer and a uh, uh, Courtney Love. It was like his. It was like his first movie. I think it was his movie. After I think that's after Repo Sid and Nancy. Man. Oh, see, I've never seen. Or it's either after Sid and Nancy. I've, or I've Repo only Man, seen Repo Man. It was, and it was in that. Um, I guess Repo Man's kind of a fucked up people movie. Yeah, Repo Man's great. I could just yeah watch an Alex yeah, Cox movie um, uh, until although he, I know his career like took a dip and nosedive in like the nineties, but definitely his eighties output uh, definitely has that like misfit punkyish and there's a, there's a kind of self-awareness too about it about like 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 with repo man there's also kind of like a this this punk thing is also kind of like a bullshit middle class affectation too like yeah. it's oh yeah um oh yeah and it's it's not like it's it's kind of it's 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 earnest but also aware of its own contradictions um uh yeah, I think I mean that's a pretty healthy list of movies to watch. I'm pondering if I should. And you were just gonna suggest the Venture Brothers. Again. It's hard not to because I just like every time we talk about this stuff, it's like this this cartoon this 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 parody cartoon did all this stuff better than any of these movies. <laughs> um, you could watch you could watch literally like I was I was wondering about Devil's Rejects. But I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. I don't know how it holds up. I ha- I I haven't probably seen that since I was like But that a that's like a teenager. same kind of vibe, I think. Or not same vibe, but like the the misfit fu- leaning into the misfit being the misfit gang. fuck up. Like that's kind of a Rob Zombie thing. A fuck fuck just watch like Clockwork Orange or something. Uh, I mean, that's not a misfit really, gang. Like, don't watch but, like, this whatever. Like, stop. Watch- don't watch Aside this. from the handful of movies on the main thing that we talk about that we actually like, like you don't need to like watch these like to keep up with the show. Or no, anything. this is why we do this podcast so you don't have to watch yeah. these. We're doing this is a public service. Uh, we got our uh, one of our uh, Genevieve, one of our patrons, uh, kindly uh, DM'd us uh, that they watched the entirety. Of the Batman v Superman extended cut, just so they could listen to our episode 
And I was like, oh my God, you sweet, uh, lovable, perfect angel. You did no. not have to do that. Actually, that is the reason we do this. So And, you and if you are to. going to, please do not pay <laughs> for them. Like, don't give these companies money. Don't, no, no, yeah, no. Um, do not give Warner Brothers your give, money. Do not give do Disney, not give Disney your, money. your money. Under any circumstances. Do not, do not give, yeah, no. They're like, just don't, don't give them your money. Um, yeah, so definitely my, my picks are watch something, definitely, definitely The Suicide Squad, which you can also watch if you're, if you have HBO Max in America. Um, be on the lookout of, I'm, I'm not sure when the, uh, Giving Camp episode is going to be dropping, but, uh, it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, Fabiola really is, really loves that movie. It's like her favorite movie. So we had a really, really fun conversation. And Battlestar Galactica. Just. And Battle. Okay. Her, her, like like 80% Galactica, of her Twitter but... feed is Battlestar Galactica, which is. Yeah, she really Which is kind Battle of funny. Because like, like, I feel like age wise, it's like that show would have been out when she was a toddler. But I guess, you know, like people our age get really into Twin Peaks, which was out when I was a toddler. I mean, so. I, yeah, I was like, I was in diapers when like, no, I wasn't even born yet. No, yeah, Peaks you're a couple of years, you're like three or four years younger than I'm me. A, I'm, I was and, yeah, you're the same age as my So like, yeah, sister. no, and I was like, I was, I was probably like shitting my diaper. No, I wasn't shitting my diaper when like Ava started airing. I would have been like, I would have been the least, like at least mid, two mid, or three Mid, 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 late 95, right? I think. I was, I was, so let's just say I was still using a sippy cup when. Well, you would have been shitting. Okay, no, that doesn't make sense sh- either because I, I still need a sippy cup. You would have been shitting your pull ups like half of the time. Yeah. 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 That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. So there is one thing I want to, I want to know because this, this is a, this is ongoing development. Uh, it, we are currently in the midst of uh, film festival season. Are we? Uh, current. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Well, as a as a as a person who's you know like doing like freelance like film crit and writing, I have to keep my eye on like the film festival circuit. Uh, so right now that well, the Toronto it's the Toronto International Film Festival that's going on right now, um, and a movie uh, played. Uh, it's called The People's Joker. It's directed by a woman named uh, Vera Drew who. Uh, is Tim and Eric's like go-to editor has like worked as an editor on like Tim and Eric, Eric Andre show. Um, and the movie, it's like a, almost like a crowdsource kind of effort where she like takes the like character of the Joker, like different iterations of it and just like manipulates it into a like personal story about like coming out as a trans woman and like the things she experienced, like, you know, trying to establish a comedy career um, it had a premiere at, at Toronto and I guess hours before it, uh, showed at the film festival, WB slapped him with a cease and desist order. So all future like screenings of this movie are canceled. Um, so yeah, if we're going to be supporting any campaign, uh, as a podcast, uh, we're, we are officially coming out in support of, uh, the people's Joker, uh, Please go go watch the trailer. It looks hilarious. It looks really funny. Uh, millions time, million times more interesting than whatever fucking WB is thinking of doing with the Joker and whoring him out to do. Even even though the next Joker movie is going to be like him and Lady Gaga, and I will fucking see that. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, hashtag release the people's Joker. I um, and that's I heard that's, a little bit about yeah. the premise, which not having seen the trailer or anything, I was just like, I kind of gave an eye roll to. But setting aside whatever my personal opinion is on it, like 
uh, abolish copyright law, let people make whatever they want. Um, I mean, Warner Brothers has enough fucking Especially money. Especially considering DC and like. I mean, again, another DC's another character that's like been around characters. forever, constantly used and 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 adopted and articulated as a bit of iconography. I mean, ab- abolish copyright law in general, but also like like all this stuff should be blatantly public domain. It's so ingrained in the culture. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, yeah, no, uh, that that fucking sucks. Like, let me watch that movie. Also, I, admittedly, I'm a lot more interested in finding out that she uh, was an, uh, an editor on Tim and Eric, um, which which somehow oh, finding, the whole, finding like, out if Tim you and watch Eric. The trailer, it looks like a Tim and Eric. Oh, okay, I should probably production. watch that trailer then. Maybe I I, I just the, I saw like a one sentence summary of the premise, and maybe that gave me like a very off base idea of what the actual tone and content would be. Um, also, like, yeah, yeah, it's got that kitschy um, quality. There's something that makes like sense in a way I don't know how to explain, but feels intuitively correct. That Tim and Eric was edited by a trans woman because there is something of that like, oh, yeah. uh, it, like anti-human anti-humor that just lines up with, uh, I don't know, so, so much other stuff I've seen come from like, yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, trans women just in general, and specifically right. like, like like Twitter mutuals and shit. Um, yeah, so yeah, hashtag uh, release release the uh, people's Joker. Hashtag release Ken Russell the Devils. Uh, hashtag yeah, give fuck us you, give us WB. a restoration of the Devils because it's hard. To, you can't find like a, Please, a very good uncut, copy of that. Anywhere. Uncut. Yeah, you can already watch the uncut version on like uh, f dot movies website fdupmovies.com yeah that's where I'm like here no watch this don't fucking if it comes on Shutter or whatever it is edited don't watch that don't bother it's missing like the best scene in the movie here watch it on the site called fdupmovies.com where it's in really good HD quality except for the edited scenes because the source material is a video fucking VHS tape and WB is either like sitting on the like master film and just letting it rot rot away or fucking whatever and uh anyways for the love of god please learn to it's not hard and if you're and if you're a dumb bitch like me just get savvy on like using library resources or like search terms because there's a lot of just shit that's like on like internet archive even on youtube like sites i went to a library like an actual library for the first time in since i was like 15 they have like ps4 games and I know they. I knew they had movies before, but yeah, like their selections yeah. have gotten way better for shit like that. Um, that's pretty. Oh cool. yeah, libraries are great. I love um, libraries. Anyway, yeah. On on that note, please uh, support us as well. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't and don't pay piracy. for like art don't, or entertainment. Don't pirate this show. Don't, though. don't pay for things that took hundreds of people a bunch of like really hard work to make. Just pay us to talk about those things and how they suck. Um, yeah. Patreon.com slash yeah. marvelous death. Marvelous stuff. Uh, and uh, thank you again for listening to another yeah. episode. Sorry, it's it's late. It's been a rough uh, couple of weeks for both of us, but uh. <laughs> yeah, this this it's been really stinky lately for both of us. So uh, yeah, give us throw throw up some like positive reviews on like either the the Podbean site, Apple twitter whatever i, I want to see people people make some noise if you if you can't spare a few bucks which like completely understandably uh for for uh, uh frivolous oh yeah i'm fucking um, broke it's shit well, that's dude. why we're asking for money because we don't have a lot of it if i if i was like 
sustainably affluent, I would not even bother with a Patreon. Um, and I don't, I don't expect to make a living out of this, but it would be nice to just take the edge off, you know? Have like 50 bucks every month. That would be, even that would be nice. 500, be just 50 like, bucks like, for like each of us. Like just like a little bit of financial security without creating, without this having to be a full-time job and sucking the joy just out of it. Um, but um, all that notwithstanding, um, thank you again, everybody for listening and uh, for everybody that does uh, support the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. I think in a way that's kind of hard to express without sounding terribly uh, corny or, or uh, insincere. And uh, cinema is dead. Long live cinema. Also, the fucking queen is dead. And the queen is dead. She's fucking dead. She's gone. Oh, yeah. Finally. All right, let's play. We're going to play taps. We're going to play. No. So, no yeah. S- fucking they're, taps. They're going to put no, a new guy on the, the money. Miguel. They're going to put a new guy on the money for the first time since my grandfather was a young man. <laughs> yeah. M- Miguel, play play us out with uh, taps, but not for the Queen, but for uh, uh, John Luke. Oh yeah, uh, cinema's dead. John Luke. Night, everybody. John Luke Picard. <laughs> Night, everybody.